we were living in the back room of my grandmother's house. My mother, myself, and my two younger brothers, um, one had just not too long turned one. And my mother had left, she left my father. Um, she said that because he didn't change, she would tell me, she told me this actually years later, because he didn't change, she decided to change. She chose to change. And so we traveled from Memphis, Tennessee to East St. Louis, uh, Illinois, via Greyhound bus. Um, there in that moment woke my passion for many things. One of them was traveling. But it was one night in that back room that I looked up at the sky and I had this overwhelming feeling um, I was about five years old, overwhelming feeling that something loved me despite what I was going through, despite that someone was projecting, uh, two people were projecting their pain on me in a similar way that I write about in my memoir, Compass. Um, But this week, I'd like to talk about the word confidence. And I love that when I was reading the definition, it's the list of 52 virtues that I've been working on um, with my children over since COVID. You know, COVID was an opportunity, like my mom said, for us to find ourselves. And I had wanted to work on this with other children in um, Sunday school, but that didn't pan out. And it, it actually worked out because one of the things that I've said before is that whatever you decide to do out in the world, you must first do it at home. That our children are our, 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 the, our students. You know, as we are parents, we are students, but our children are our students. They are our mentees. We are their mentor. You know, we are their teacher. You know, we are their coach, their guide, their protector. And so we started going over these lists of virtues, and I can definitely tell you that I've seen a lot of difference um, in my children as far as, you know, my son recognizing when he's being provoked at school, you know, seeing beyond the action and moving towards the heart of the person that I believe um, Jesus was the, is the example to not so be caught up, to not to be caught up in the actions, but to see the heart of the individual. Does that mean that we're excusing their behavior? No, we are gaining understanding for we are told to get understanding as much as possible. In it, you have wisdom. And in it, you can defy um, or transcend life experiences. You can defy um, the odds of being angry and upset and shameful and guilt um, and doubtful and vengeance and violence and all these things that we see in the world, because often it is at the root that we we are caught up in that experience. We're letting that experience define us. We're letting that experience um, decipher what it is that we are going to do with our lives. And so the definition, when we look at the definition, confidence is having faith in someone. It is trusting that you will have what it takes to handle whatever happens, that you feel sure of yourself and that you enjoy trying new things. And I was reading the last bit of it where it says, um, when you have confidence in others, you rely on them. And I'll, I'll go ahead and touch upon that in just a second. 
But um, one of the things that often is missing is faith. It's who you believe in that will carry you through your circumstances, who you believe in will light a path for you for truth instead of error and illusion. And so I, without a shadow of doubt, because it was, it was when we moved into our new home that across the street from where I, I had experienced the projection of pain, that I looked out of my bedroom window Right. I raised my blinds, I my curtain and, you know, my window was this is an old house. So you had to be careful how you raised my window. But uh, I, I, I looked out my window and I said I wanted to be aligned with nature, you know, and, and several things happened, you know, many of which I probably cannot account for. But my my soul, my spirit knows what happened, you know, getting um, a Bible, getting and reading it, you know, from cover to back. Um New James, new the New King James uh, version of the Bible, and when I when I look at it even now, it's you know tiny print, and you know it was the small church Bible that my aunt, one of my aunts, told me to go ahead and take it, and so I I laid on my uh, little colorful carpet, shaggy, colorful carpet, and just read it from beginning to end. Um, I received uh, a bookmark that had um, the Lord, the prayer on it, and I immediately dropped to my knees and memorized that within 15 minutes. I started learning about Jesus and, and watching the shows. And, you know, and I started realizing that even before then, that my thoughts had something to do with my experience and how I would deter or what I would deter uh, negative thoughts and said, no, that is your stuff to deal with. And I became a student. I start thinking that, you know, I, I didn't want to think about mistakes. It was so horrible, the word mistakes, that I changed it over to life lessons. I remember the thought being, uh, an idea being revealed to me that life is about building character, you know, that we have these tests to go through. And I became more observant of my surroundings that my my world at that time, living in Eagle Park, Illinois, became my um, school. You know, and 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 also to the television shows that I watched, Lifetime and Highway to Heaven, and you know, all of this stuff became um, a school to me. Learning about people's you know behaviors, and how to address things, and what I didn't realize is I was learning more about the the cycle of pain, the generational cycle of pain, and I knew in my heart that life didn't have to be that way, and. You know, the more and more I think about it, you know, we we keep um, ourselves in captivity, not realizing that we are free, not realizing that Jesus paid the price, not realizing that he came here to have to give us life more abundantly, not realizing that he said that because uh, you believe in me, um, the things that I do, you will do greater than what I do. You know, not realizing our power and even so realizing it, not using it to uh, the best of our ability, our brain, and how it is in connection with this higher power, this intelligence. But confidence is solely to me, a lot of it is built on faith, built on faith, believing that you can achieve what it is that you are here to do. And it, it's in our childhood, often what we want to cover up because of the pain that we experience that we often cover up those gifts and talents. We cover up that faith, that genuine faith, that curiosity, that 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 purpose, that 
this part of us that knows exactly what we're here to do and how to do it. The, the part of us that believes not in just what, that, that doesn't solely believe in what we see, but believe in what we feel, what we know that is true to us, to the core of our being, that even though we don't see it, we know that it is right. We know that it is possible. We know that much of what we need to do is believe in it. Um, and that's what happened as a child. I, I started believing that God had faith in me to go through what I experienced and that he had, he, if he has faith in me to do that, then he has faith in me to do other things. And I think that's how I didn't minimize what I experienced. I just didn't solely focus on it that I didn't make it a priority in my life because often you hear people say, well, it wasn't, you know, when I, when, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought and it, you know, it could have been worse. And I think that is a way people often think that you're minimizing what you went through. Well, is it really minimizing what you went through or is it putting it in a perspective that I know what happened? Every part, every cell of me knows what happened. Is it putting it in a perspective that it doesn't control me, that I know, but I'm not going to allow it to take the best part of me, my life. And I believe that as we heal from the inside out, because I that it is a spiritual healing, it is recognizing who you are, recognizing what you have, you have access to this infinite intelligence and passing it on, you know, that's what makes me life worth living is I get to pass on these lessons that I've learned. I get to pass on this faith and and this being that had created us all, you know, to be for family. I get to to pass this on to my children. And I and I believe having faith, you know, as my son have often shared and my daughter have shared their dreams and, you know, um, literally their dreams at night of what they're having and being, I believe, talked to because, you know, next, next thing you know, they experience what happened, but I believe being talked through, through their dreams and how a blessing it is and having them to rely on that, that, that I believe that's where their confidence comes from. And knowing my son said when he was going through experience at school and experiencing bullying and foul language, that he said, mom, I feel protected. And in that protection, he was able to look at people and to say, you know, shake his hand. No, when they said something, you know, that it was inappropriate, you know, that confidence in being able to tell someone to stop bullying you, that confidence to share with his parents. This is not the right environment for me, that if you love me, you will put me in a good environment so that I can grow. You know, both of our children saying that being able to speak to their parents about things that they don't like, about their concerns, about what I feel God has given them, being able to share that. And I know that's the environment that I strive to set up. That's the environment that I believe I came from, that our mother being able to talk to us. And it's amazing what we help our children do if we allow them to have their voice, if we allow them to speak what they feel is right inside of them. 
if we allow them to express themselves creative, you know, creatively um, in their art. My children, you know, uh, one of the persons that projected their paint on me was a, a great artist or is a great artist. I haven't been in contact with them, but can you imagine if I was still holding on to that pain, not being able um, to be there for my children, to buy Play-Doh, to get them clay, um, to have them go to classes, to inspire them, empower them to draw, you know, um, that that healing that takes place, that confidence that builds up, that, that empowers them, that I have a gift, you know, that I can utilize this gift in the world. And that's how I'm going to make my living. And that no matter what someone says to me, I know what I know. And I think that's what confidence is, we sum up, is that I know what I know, and that's what I'm going to act on. That I may get down sometimes, I may lose a little faith, I may misplace my faith, but I know what I know what I know. And I'm going to rely on that, I'm going to see that. Now, another part of this is that I said that you had the definition of confidence, is that you have faith in others did you rely on them and i and you know there is a place in the bible that says that um not to have faith in men not to have faith in people because as you know um emotions and feelings sometimes get the best of them i mean that's what you're talking about when we have this uh generational cycle of pain that often people allow their experiences to define them that they are a monster that they are a child molester that they are a violent person that they are whatever it is it's an identity that they have put on themselves that they have allowed others to put on them and they become it um although superficial because i believe that nothing takes place of who we really are at the core of who we are but my the faith that we have is not the confidence that we have is not in people but it's the confidence again in who we what we know and in the, the higher power that he controls everyone it's the confidence that things will work out together for good for those that love god and are called according to his purpose that we don't rely on people we rely on god to work through people. So if, if I could change that confidence, that's what I would change it to. You know, I, I just think that confidence, again, is about um, encouraging our children to speak, to act from their truth. I, you know, it's listening to them. It's encouraging them to um, do the activities that they're here to do that purpose, you know, buying the materials that we need, um, taking time to listen to them, to look at the videos that, um, you know, created my, my sons, his art videos, you know, look at the cooking videos when they feel inspired to do something, to meet them, you know, at that, to meet them, you know, my children often are inspired to cook, um, to uh, draw, to, to go places. And, and that builds confidence because it says, you are heard. I hear you. You have a voice. And when we support their actions, then we tell them your actions are not in vain, that you are here to do the work that you are here to do. And I am here to support that because as we, um, as parents, fulfill our divine purpose, we are, we, we are helping our children do the same. When we listen to them, when we are there for them, we help them to do the same.
And so we, we, yes, we, we do have doubts. We do have fears occasionally, but it doesn't mean that you have to live in it. it you know, we, we don't have to continue to live in darkness when we feel dark, when we feel less hope, but we have to daily reach out to this infinite intelligence and say, Hey, you, you know, me, you know, this path guide me, show me the way, bring me the resources. And over and over again, money has showed up over and over again. People have said things over and over again. My children, songs I've heard, actions, experiences that I've had have shown me that I am not alone. And when you feel like you are not alone, you know that you are not alone. There in it lies confidence, confidence in a higher power that knows everything is everywhere, knows the best decisions to make, that you can rely on it. And not just yourself, not just your abilities, but it to provide the way, it to to um, to cover the details, to take care of the details, um, it to make things happen. So confidence is knowing that you know what you know. And what do you know? What do you really know at the core of yourself? Have you spent time asking those questions and spending time encouraging your children to ask those questions? It's not about laying your belief on them. It is about helping them to remember who they are, what made them, what created them, what actually created them beyond the belly, the uterus, beyond you know the fertilization of the egg. What are they here for? Who can they rely on to show them the way, to show them the right way of the truth? How can they see their experiences differently than making them bitter? There are too many children that are committing suicide. There are too many adults still committing suicide. One is enough. And I believe it's the loss of hope that we have. Truth has not left us. Often we leave it. And my goal, my mission is to help us return to it because in it lies our truth, in it lies our purpose, in it lies every virtue that we are, that we have access to. In it lies the way to break the generational cycle of pain and to create a generational cycle of love.